Hello. Yeah, Good evening, dot. everyone. Welcome to Backyard Productions. I am still your Green Lantern from Oa Jerry, and this guy to the next. Don't, uh, whatever, <laughs> fuck it. I'm not doing it. Uh, hey, guys. I'm Matt from Gotham. <laughs> and uh, this hi, I'm, I'm Josh from Metropolis. Um, it's a spooky afternoon. I got to, like, center myself. In... <laughs> and here we have everyone for tonight's episode but before we get into everything as usual we start off with bsbs batman superman or just any movie and news at all does anybody have anything um the one thing i have is henry cavill's superman man of steel 2 is finally um been officially announced that's actually gonna happen um so it's greenlit now yeah that's greenlit i think i think they're looking for writers so there could be a chance that something could go wrong and nothing will happen but it has been announced by like um a bunch of news sources like rotten tomatoes uh comic book um intl wow um, like a bunch of different like reliable news sources um so it's official. I think um, Henry Cavill's um, agent is the the Rock's um, wife. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, so I think that's where he's getting the good graces from, like with Dwayne Rock Johnson, um, because you know he's obviously Black Adam. I think they've been talking like back and forth for years that you know eventually they want those characters fight like black adam superman um so that's that's what's going on i guess apparently that we're gonna get a man of steel too and i have a feeling that henry cavill's in the black adam movie somewhere um i have to double check that though i'm so glad that that finally got greenlit yeah the other day i went back and was looking at man of steel again i'm like they need to go ahead and just give this the second movie that we all want were you watching it no i was well i guess i was watching a little bit of it because i forgot that i had it digitally yeah i haven't seen that in years i'd probably only would watch it basically for for this podcast <laughs> we're gonna watch it um i like so yeah, that's the biggest news i have yeah I no i think bad. he's good no i don't think he's bad either i think he has the potential to be a really good superman but uh i think the writing could be better <laughs> for sure i, I think agree. i said that <laughs> i think i said that many many times before yes you have yes you have <laughs> Yeah, like for, me, I have, for me, uh, uh, I have that uh, me and Jerry are finally done waiting. We forgot to bring this up last week because <laughs> Chainsaw Man landed on last week on Tuesday, and we didn't talk about it at all. Uh, me and Jerry are done waiting for our Chainsaw, uh, Chainsaw Man uh, manga TV show that's came out, like the new anime that's dropped uh, yes. last week. So we're on episode two, and we're finally got one of our favorite characters finally showed up in the in an episode, and does what she does best. 
So it was so good. It's so great. It's not bad. Power did great. They have good voice voice actors for her. Uh, I still want to see how it goes with dubbing, but I am not ready to see the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Chainsaw Man! It's gonna be a pain in the ass going down forward. You're telling me something about like uh, seeing the animation for uh, was the Bat Devil? Yeah. Uh, it's just getting me closer to the, the 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 basically to the point of where we're gonna start seeing the complete sadness of the show. So I don't no. want to go any further. <laughs> Why would they do that? Chainsaw uh, Man's an adventure yeah. about a man and his dog. Yeah, it I is. remember that's how you pitched it the first time. <laughs> yes, no, it is, it is, it is a man adventure of a man and his dog. And it still continues, even in part two, that's now out, and drops the same day as the episode drops. Around the same time, actually, for me, because it's dropped, the manga drops at 11, then anim- the anime drops the new episode at 12. So it's like kind of back-to-back, depending on when you hit it, like, basically read it and watch it. Oh. I also had a little bit of news that tied into what you just said, actually. Oh. But this unrelated BS I wasn't going to say, but I'm going to say it now. So, you know, the writer for Chainsaw was, like, hands-on in every aspect of the show so far? Really? I didn't know. That's why he was on the two-week schedule, because he was working oh. with them to make sure everything came out good. Oh, Okay. So we're back to one week because now it's over. Be an mm-hmm. anime. Are we going to have a break? Probably. Okay. I was going to say, if it's basically fucking done, you know, fuck the break. Just keep on going. <laughs> maybe so give us maybe a week off. Wow. Oh. It kind of ruins the flow. And I don't want to wait for my depression. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, um, just to, just oh, just to correct myself before, I guess, uh, Danny Garcia or Danny, I, I I'm probably saying that wrong. Is The Rock's ex-wife, but that that is Henry Cavill's agent. So, <laughs> so the Rock's I think that's where the connection is. Yeah, that's really not bad. Connection is, yeah. So I think that's that's like where the good graces is coming from because like Dwayne the Rock Johnson is the highest paid actor of this day. Um, so like I think he has a lot of say. So I think uh, I think we have good something something to look forward to with Henry Cavill. You got solid foundation. Yeah, exactly. But uh, the little bit of BS I had is. Regal is having another $5 mystery movie on November 7th. Okay. I was oh, really blown cool. away and, impre- and impressed with World's Greatest Beer Run that I'm like, you know what? I might take a gamble and see if I can get another good movie like that. God, is there any information like that's put Nothing. out there of this yet? Nothing? No, like, how much runtime? Uh what rating it is? All I got was the notification saying that they were doing another one. 
Okay, I'm about to check my app. Um, the Apollo Creed movie series is getting its third film installment. I just saw that. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought that was pretty neat. The Creed movies aren't my favorite, but I like them a lot. Yeah, I remember watching them. Um, Yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah. I, I think they're worth watching. They're, they're decent. Yeah, I, I remember Sylvester Stallone was really good in those movies. Uh, let me see what else. And then the last bit of news, which has me the most excited. We mentioned it before with the Resident Evil episode, but Silent Hill Games is officially holding a press conference to talk about games they have moving forward into the future. Yeah, I just saw that. Jimmy just sent it to us in uh, our freaking uh, group chat that we have. Yeah, I saw that news literally just earlier today. Or yes, or like late yesterday. And I'm just like, yes, finally. Another good scary game besides Resident Evil. We'll find out. We'll find out. Fingers crossed. Oh, they keep trying to do a secret. If they... If they try to pull the crap they're pulling last time with the game, then I'm not gonna have fingers crossed because that fell apart pretty freaking easily. I'm hoping that they come through strong because the old Silent Hill games very, very spooky, very scary, like I've said before. Mm-hmm. And the AI that they put with the story for that game would be such a breath of fresh air in an oversaturated market right now. I haven't seen like really any of those movies. Like so I don't I don't really have much of an opinion. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all right. Yeah, maybe maybe sometime on the show. <laughs> Hey, we all get around to things. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else I have? I absolutely have nothing. Uh, yeah, I think that's, that's really the main yeah, one. Yeah, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. There's not too much happens in, oh, in the pop culture world that fast. Oh, guys, remember last week we kind of talked about Cartoon Network dying? It's not yeah, dead. Yeah. It's not dead. It just they've changed to a different program. Basically. That's kind of what I figured. It's like them and Warner Brothers animation conjoining or something, right? Something like that. Something I stupid. So. But like, thanks to like ever the spread of uh, Cartoon Network is dying, like died or something. They've started like throwing out all their projects or like hints to up and coming projects. So, hey, just, are they just changing the name or like is there still going to be a Cartoon Network studio? Like, no, it's still Cartoon Network. Okay, I don't think there's going to be an immediate change, but they probably will do one. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I mean, Cartoon Network stopped putting out good cartoons a long time ago, so they basically have been dead in the water. Well, thanks <laughs> yeah. from the news that thanks from the news that Jimmy and Latrey have been telling us, uh, we were we're getting a Powerpuff Girls reboot, but in the style of what we had when we were kids. So we may get that back, and then. Foster Homes for Imaginary Friends is getting kicked back on again. But this is back. What This this uh, takes place with Max, like a grown adult. And it looks like he t- takes over or like buys the house or something. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. Hmm. That's going to be kind of interesting. That's like how they did. Um, what was it? All grown up, the versions of uh, Rugrats. Don't bring that up. Oh yeah, I forgot. Tark about never that. can never die. So the, so the power no, right. girls are gonna be like teenagers now. <laughs> Sorry. Is that what we're Wait, what? No, Powerpuff power Girls are gonna be like basically it's gonna be rebooted and made as like the show we had when we were kids. They're gonna stay the same. Oh. So okay. Basically, it just feels like it's gonna try to continue off of that branch of that show again, or just try to pick back like. Or just redo itself, in a way, but in the same kind of art style. Mm. But then we get the hints from Cartoon Network that's dropping like, oh, here's Plank. So we're getting a Plank freaking a, a new, uh, what's it called? A new Ed and Eddie baby Ed and coming Eddie. around. Or then we got Mr. Van in like a look, weird location. But I don't know if like a lot of these like pictures that we keep getting look like they're more like Halloween-y style and it looks like you're just like throwing us shit for this to like to throw like feed our brains that make us think that they're bringing up stuff. But it's kind of this, right. I don't know. It's Card Network. Card Network. <laughs> At the '90s, Cartoon uh, Network became a clone. It wasn't the original. Yeah, true. That's true. That's true. I can't say this wrong. Well, you became a. I don't know. I, in the comments. I think Cartoon Network is gonna try to pull a fast one on us. What do you mean? Feed us some good shit, then drop ugly on us? Yeah. Oh, I can see like it. They're going they're back for the stuff that they knew was popular and worked really well and are going to try to recapture what they did. Jerry, Flapjack's going back. Please don't. I hate it. <laughs> did you? I never really watched it. I, I like... I just like I vague memories of a couple episodes. I wasn't like one of those people who really watched it. I watched it kind of like almost like every other day. But I just heard a rumor out there that Flapjack and event and uh what's it called? Adventure Time. Supposedly the rumor has it that they're connected somehow. And what? yeah, there's a rumor because supposedly the barber shop talks about an island of candy. And Princess Bubblegum lives on an island, or wait, lives on an island of candy. And supposedly, that. that makes me so. So mad. they're supposedly <laughs> connecting this whole thing that the barber, not the barber, the candy shop owner, lit, went there, visited, and seen of this place, and all and talks about this fucking place because he won't shut the fuck up about it. When they made Dragon Ball Z Kai Cartoon Network, oh my god, yours was dead. Oh, 
Well, do we consider that on Cartoon Network? That was like Toonami. Is that like that's like a kind of like a like a it's a side. Toonami's a subsidiary. Yeah. Yeah, they they did like free free plays like uh of old shows like old animes. Yeah, that was like more Toonami. Mm-hmm. But it was like a off branch. Like it wasn't like yeah, it was still it was still connected. Yeah, it was, but like it was like it, it had a cool like yeah, we're getting the fuck off Cartoon Network. We're going to this point, this channel now. Yeah, kind of vibe like it just disconnected to bring us this these other shows, then reconnect us for like a good another two hours and don't swim kick back in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But I guess if nobody has any other news, any like no, not, anything not else really. you might have forgotten. That's about it. Um, I feel like I'm missing something, but I, I, that's, that's all I really can recall right now. <laughs> well, we're going to move right into the short, which is episode one of The Mask cartoon from 1995. And I want Matt. To take this one. Okay, cool. Um, so <coughs> basically, this and like, okay, so the way of telling this, like, it kind of feels like it could like it conflicts with the movie a little bit, but because it takes feels like it takes place right after the movie and stuff. But um, so okay, so um. So, so wow, the show starts off with uh, everybody like uh, does the whole like basically the intro. I remember the show pretty well back when I was a kid. Uh, but uh, so it takes place at Ick- uh, what Ickes. Uh, well, Stanley Ickes is still the main character of the show, and he's like getting ready to go into work and finds out there is uh, what's it called a break in. Finds out there's people that are breaking into uh, the bank, and well. Oh, he, no, wait, now I'm having issues. <laughs> I literally watched this last night. I literally watched this last night. <laughs> this is hilarious. Oh, fuck, why am I having these issues? No, it's, uh, no, like, it's. Yeah, these. So, it definitely takes bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so basically, so we get off with this whole, the beginning of, uh, Stan, no, it's, no, it's Stanley comes home from work, gets annoyed and shit. From his uh freaking landowner being like you're making too no too much noise, he puts up putting on the mask and turns into the mask and goes down the like walks out and starts one like leaving the apartment building and he ends up just like terrorizes the freaking um uh, the uh, freaking uh, his man his uh, apartment manager and just like lights cigars, blows her face with the fake cigars and then like runs away. As he's running away. He ends up uh, was it, discovering uh, that there's a banking rob, and he goes and like ends up accidentally saving, the, like stopping the bank because he sees that there's a girl in there that Stanley was like planning on going a date with. So he ends up thinking he she's getting like attacked. So he ends up like saving her and stopping the bank robbers. But finds out she was doing all the work and she basically was done with the deed and like he kind of ruined some of it. And 
then everybody like what's it goes it goes back to him right like going back to becoming stanley and we break down more of this uh finding out there is a evil lair bye josh <laughs> there's a secret or like evil like villain that lives underneath the city in the landfill like park and he's trying to figure out who this masked man is and his like main plan is to try to capture and find out who it is and he ends up capturing um uh the girl uh what's it called what what's her name oh, i thought you said the guy's name no 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 no, no. The, there's a girl no, wait no he doesn't no i thought he captures no he doesn't capture the girl he captures stanley and not stanley <laughs> yeah stan stanley stanley it feels like I'm saying Stan Lee. At the, at Man, the, you're doing so great right now. Director. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing so great. I'm breaking so bad. It's horrible. And no, I, the thing is, like, I remember it, but it feels hard to freaking. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, I do. Don't it feels like shit. Uh, no, I do. Wow. But. He ends up getting cap. No, he ends up getting captured by the villain, and somehow the the was it a reporter the reporter from that bogus newspaper ends up breaking into the freaking. Thank you, breaks in and saves him, and they end up freaking escaping. But he's trying to freaking like get back. Oh yeah, I forgot the forgot he threw away his mask and falls into a concrete like whole like area with a construction area where they're trying to put the mayor's statue in place. And he threw the mask into there, and it got cement like uh, now it's encased in cement. And he ends up getting chased by a Frankensteinish creature by from the villain, and ends up at the same construction site where he's has his mask at. And <laughs> yeah, he threw his mask at, and then we ended we end the episode there. But I did this so poorly. But there's so much more details that I kept forgetting. That was a great That Frankenstein creature that you're mentioning, his name is Walter. And he's actually originally in the comic book series. And um, he's like trying to combat the mask the whole, the whole, um, the whole series, I guess. Because like he's like this immovable object and the mask is like the only one who can like face him on like an equal level because like walter's basically like matt was saying like frankenstein and solomon grundy um and he he likes i don't know he's like a very disturbing character in the comics like he cuts his face in the comic book like he just shreds his face with a knife just because you know just because for kicks and like nails a smiley face in his hand like the comic book is fucked it's very fucked yep. and uh that's why in the cartoon like he has that big scar on his face you know to like allude okay. to that like he cut himself like like he did in the comic book series jesus um, christ so it, it's like it's kind of like they took both from like the movie and the comic book and kind of like merged it into one thing it's definitely more kid friendly and fills the gaps of like the Jim Carrey universe more so, but they do kind of take the likeness of the cop character too. I forget his name, but he looks more like he did in the comic book than in the movie. Um, 
have to look that up what his character name is but like they they did take like some um like character designs more so from the comic book than um uh they did from the movie with some of the characters like especially like the cop and walter oh yeah callaway lieutenant callaway so um <laughs> this episode was everything I thought it would be in more because originally I was going to pick Freakazoid for this because oh I was like they're both, <laughs> that was, yeah. they're both wacky and basically the same thing but I saw there was a cartoon I'm like I do not remember watching this cartoon so I'm watching this and I'm thinking to myself this is so ridiculous as a Stanley Ibkiss from the cartoon, I imagine is just like that. That's what I think of. I don't think of Jim Carrey. I think of him because he's no, like, okay, I really... want to do good. I don't want to do good. And I'm like, well, what do you want, man? Yeah. <laughs> the way they, they did this character, like the Stanley Ibkiss in this, was a pretty good like take from the movie. They, they had the look, the way he acts. And to the, like the basically to when he turns into a mask, the pretty good trans like transition to it. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's pretty. It's hits home from uh, the movie pretty accurately. Like it seems like a continuation. Oh, it does. Yeah. It definitely freaking does. So Matt, you've yeah, seen this show for- before. Like, how much do you remember of the show? It's like blurs and like it's like basically in like comp. So like I watched it like maybe like shit. <laughs> like maybe twenty. Remember. Twenty five years ago, man. Oh god. So like it's really hard for me like to say proper episodes with it because right. it wasn't like on like. Like like every day there was an episode because well this show came out in like 1995 but like it was more like reruns it was like whatever it would come on to like the mm-hmm. station I was watching it on and it wasn't on like a uh, it wasn't like a proper channel it was more like it was shit, those like, random channels it was like one of the, yeah the random channels that would have like whatever on just coming around and I remember just watching it here and there a couple episodes here and there with it and like. That's it. But I remember like the cartoon and everything and just hearing the freaking theme song from it. I do remember that. That theme song, whoever wrote that, I know they had to have laughed the entire time they were <laughs> It was the really? wackiest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's definitely out there. <laughs> It's like, it's like that one song that's in the movie. I forget what. It's like an actual song, and they like put like different lyrics to it. Like when he's dancing with, um, what's her name, Cameron Diaz in the movie, and it's it, oh. they almost like they take like the horn section from from that song, and then oh like, yeah, 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 mask like yeah. lyrics to it. Um, I just wanted to read these comments. Dead, um, Deadpool is the embodiment of the mask. Um, I could, I could see that. I could see like that is him. Those entirely. two fusions, yeah. I could, I could see them oh. like being in the same universe, like the mask and Deadpool, or like 
the mask. I think they did a comic book where they had the mask versus the Joker or something, like later on. Like, <laughs> um, well, yeah, okay. they did something like oh, that. Oh God. We had uh, the one TV channel that we, uh, well, YouTube channel that we watch, uh, Deathmatch. Um, they did the mask versus Deadpool, and I think Deadpool won that one. Oh really? I think because of regeneration. I think so. I think yeah, because of regeneration. Right. I need to check. Yeah, it's been a while. It that was like a that was like a one of the battles I was kind of like I don't know these I these are two characters I really like I don't want to see either one of them kind of lose battle. So it was like meh. It was like basically when uh we watched uh was it oh god it was Predator versus something else I was like kind of like, I don't want to watch it yeah both that and I didn't want to watch that either. <laughs> Oh, I, I, to be honest, I'm probably in the minority. I think Deadpool is fucking annoying. I'm not really a big fan. No, of I absolutely hate Deadpool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good. I thought I was like the only one. No, like, I think his character is extremely outrageous, and I would get rid of him. Well, well Josh is so much on the move. I my camera. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I definitely, I, I think I could, I, I can handle him like snippets, like twenty minutes, like him as a side character. I don't need to see him as like a main character in anything, or <laughs> read him as a main character in a movie. Oh, Jay hates Deadpool hmm. too. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I man. think Deadpool's character one hundred percent just annoys this. He's like a four year old. Saying, hey, look at this new thing I can do just over and over again. And it's the same thing, but it keeps sucking. Yeah, I definitely feel that way too. Oh. <laughs> Thorne likes uh, it. Go... It's okay. I understand. I understand the appeal. Hey, Thorne, like... I'm sorry, bro. I hate that <laughs> I should also I give some context. These are my brothers watching us right now. <laughs> I can take Deadpool in like dosage, like how Josh was saying, but yeah. dude, that he had like that manga that came out. I kind of like that kind of worked pretty well with like all the characters surrounding him. And it was only like, I think like 15 chapters. So it wasn't getting like overly bombarded. With like a bunch of uh, Deadpool shit. Mm hmm. So, boy, it wasn't. Eh. Including, it depends on like what, like who writes it. Like, who's writing the damn Deadpool crap? Because sometimes, like, the Marvel animation stuff, and like, like, they have very bad lines for him. Very. So I, wanted, I wanted to show you guys the, the image of Walter. It's going to show, like, all this stuff first uh, from the comic book where he's, like, cutting his face. <laughs> um, okay. So, oh, wait, no, this, this is not the image I wanted. Oh, it's anyway, here's, here, here's, here's, um, here's Joker in the mask. So there's that. Okay. I have to find the Walter. Mm, there one. it is. Yeah, so that's an actual issue. I'll have to find the Walter image. I don't know. I thought I had it pulled up. <clears throat> like, took me through Wiki. <laughs> Like, when I Maybe saw you've... Walter, I, I thought to myself, if this is anything to do with Dark Horse, he's probably pretty fucked up. The whole comic is fucked up. Like, 
I actually, I, I, I own it, and I was just, I was reading it in anticipation of this, um, for this podcast, and I just, like, read the Stanley Ipkiss part, and he's, like, I don't know if you want to spoil it, but, like, he, um, he doesn't last that long, like, he dies within, like, the first, like, issue, like, he's not the mask Wait, for what? a very long time, yeah, like, so, he's living with his girlfriend in the comic book, and, like, he buys the mask as a present for her, instead of, um, you know, him just finding it in the river like he, he did in uh in the movie. Um but we we we, we can get to all that when we get to the movie. We, let's say that because this is yeah. way more interesting. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how like it's weird. Like I like in the beginning it feels weird because like the things it's everything like this show takes place after the movie. <laughs> so it's weird talking yeah. about this movie. No, we, exactly. we really have the mask. We don't gain the mask in the episode, and like he tosses away the mask in the episode, like he does for the um, hundred like billion time, and, like probably in other comics, everyone's tossing away the mask in a weird way. But mm. like, yeah, it's like it's weird. Like the one I did enjoy before he goes and like he stops uh, the so-called bank robbers that were like, more of a threat to that woman that Stanley was going to meet up with the next day. Um, the guy in the car, getaway car, and he's just beating, like, he's just mistreating the man throughout the whole fucking time, and he just decides to, just, like, say, fuck it, I'm done with this shit, <laughs> and he just leaves. Yes. I thought that was, number one, something I would do, because I'm not getting paid enough to deal with this crap. So I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. And like, and his buddies, they even like, when they, they escape the area because the mask is too intrigued with the woman, they leave and they get in the car. They don't question, like, nothing. Like, where's the bomb? Like, ah, whatever. Get in the car. And like, they get in the car and they drive away. They're like, oh, they didn't question shit. Like, why is there a hole in the roof? Why does the car look like crap? Where is the getaway driver? <laughs> The main why thing is it parked on the stairs? Was how casual they were when they got up. They did. They weren't like, you know, question anything. They were like, you know what? Fuck it. This is a, a easy fucked up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, this is an unusual thing. I'm probably never gonna come here again. True. Oh God. I... Stanley's car afterwards the next morning uh, it gets out of the, fuck, the freaking car, car and he's still holding the, the door and everything it's basically yeah, it's the, the loner. loner he gets in the movie and i don't know why he it's still so has it broke <laughs> yeah well i don't if, know why he still has uh, that car talk about it we can't even talk about it because <laughs> yeah because the, the movie yet. takes place before it's the show so out of place. <laughs> <laughs> this is <We're> going... <laughs> oh. but, yeah it's basically yeah. he, he's kept the loner from the movie, but then the loner is not even his car, and it gets destroyed in the in the movie. So I don't know why he's driving that around anymore. Well, and no, I guess he... at the end of the movie he gets the mask. He's just like, even though he throws it in the river, he's just like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna take it back. Even though at the end of the movie Charlie is like after it, and there's where's Cameron well, Diaz? Where's Cameron Diaz in the show? Yeah, Why did they like, get rid of her? Is... You know, one night the mask came out, and 
went on a you know a run like a muck in the streets, picked up like three or four girls, and that's the end of it. You know, that's oh. the end of relationship. So, <laughs> I, 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 or... Oh, go ahead, go oh, ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I. I had a different point I wanted to bring up, but if you had something, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to play off Matt's bit. I was just going to say, or maybe the mask went out and abducted three or four girls and did weird shit to them. And she was like, fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> Bro, that or insisted some the weird hound. shit. <laughs> <laughs> we can go all day with the mask and this crap. But I do see uh, comments here. The Punisher is a top tier for anti-heroes i would say yeah i definitely would throw that like he is a top tier there punisher's low tier oh really you know, really marvel universe the best he did he fucking did but he is the now was it isn't punisher like a ghost rider now also yeah in he's a way? cosmic ghost rider cosmic, so like he's fucking top tier now he's fucking cosmic shit uh, they nah, just need to make a good TV show. I feel like they just need to make a better TV show than they were going with the Netflix. Because Netflix kind of fucked me up with Punisher. That's the problem with that. And then we get Christian Bale noises like for like half like an episode here and there when he's a Batman. <laughs> You're low tier. <laughs> <laughs> So what what do you guys think of the animation for the show? Because I thought it was kind of cheap even for the time. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, like, this compared to, you know, I remember Freakazoid more vividly. Like, this compared to Freakazoid, I'm like, this looks like a great value version of, of this show. Like, they didn't have good frames and cells for the transitions. And it almost seems like they rushed the first episode itself. I remember you texting us saying it was a two-parter. I was like, yeah, maybe I want to watch it. But after I watched the first episode, I'm like, no, I'm not watching (laughs) If I watched any more of this, I feel like I would have punished myself. I I did watch the second episode. Um, Just like it ended on a cliffhanger. I'm like, how is he going to get out of this one? And then like a freaking like – Steel beam just swings out of nowhere and he just grabs onto it and gets out of the concrete. So that's how he gets out of that situation. It's like random. As okay, hell. that's. And it doesn't make any sense. Is the concrete still wet? No, it was. I guess it was dry at that point. Um, okay, his legs have been gone. It's fucking like. It'd be his knees. He would have dislocated his arms. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be well, fucked up. He'd dead. <laughs> did. Um, <laughs> So did you watch the second part, Matt? Did you watch the second part? No, I didn't. That's what I'm asking oh. right now. That's... Oh, I, I'm the only one who fucking watched it. <laughs> so, no, Josh went above and beyond. This is why he's an amazing co-host. Asked, he steps up to the plate. Well, I asked Jerry. I was curious I what happened. Hey, hey Jerry, would you, do you a... want me to watch the second part? And he's like, Ah, screw it. We can like not deal. We can just do the first episode. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, all right, cool. Um, Why not? All right. No, like, you sure? Josh, like, watch both. And he's like, nah. Let's leave it. Let Josh <laughs> give us insight. That's fine. I probably would have watched it regardless because I was just kind of curious about the cliffhanger. It kind of like 
at least like made me want to watch it. You know, I understand why you didn't watch it. It is like one of those like cheapo '90s cartoons. Like it's not super cheap, but it's definitely cheap. Um, like Batman the Animated Series was out at this time, and that looks amazing. You know, so like phenomenal. This doesn't really have. They just took the lowest budget they could for this show and ran with it. So, I mean. It does add a charm to the show, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. Whatever. This is like the same time the where, like, and... oh, <laughs> do you guys remember the Timon and Pumbaa TV show? It yes. just felt yeah. like it just felt like that kind of like bullshit mixed with like a crappier edition of like All Dogs Went to Heaven, All Go Heaven, like animation look to it that they got yeah, like maybe like a second. I think in the second movie they got kind of more lazier with the animation with yeah, it. It just feels yeah, yeah. like the, like the people look is like got mushed together. That's it's like around it. the same time where like Jim Carrey was getting all these cartoons. Like he had the mask, and there's um that Ace Ventura show at the same time. Yep. I think I was just looking at images. I think there's a crossover. I just saw like Ace Ventura with the mask. So I guess there's a crossover oh, episode. And then oh, there's Lord. a Dumb and Dumber show too. So like all at the same time, there's like these. What? Jim when Perry, was like, our Dumb and Dumber? Well, those were all his biggest roles. Yeah, exactly. True. <laughs> Bye, Jerry. Um, Josh, you slid him off. Wait, what did I? Or he disconnects. <laughs> he's not. He's not here. Jerry, come Bye-bye, back. Bye, Jerry. You've been disconnected. What did your yeah, brothers I do? I just looked something up. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're just on standby while uh, Jerry comes back. Um, there's a few. There's a few. There's a main thing I wanted to bring up. Here's Jerry. There's a big main thing I wanted to bring up. Um, I wanted to wait for Jerry. Oh, there he is. <clears throat> Bye. Matt. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> fix the order. You play with this too much now. Guys. You know this uh, too much. Um. So the big thing I want to bring up the baby. Did you guys catch the baby scene? That's the first part, right? Yeah. Where the oh, baby that was very uncomfortable. Mask. So yeah, I was. Yeah, we just got it fixed. And it's like Stanley is watching this baby. He's babysitting this baby in, in this moment. And the dog Milo is there. And, like, he's just kind of thrown the situation. The baby accidentally puts on the mask. And I was like, oh, my God. This is the mask, too. This is how they got the I idea. I said the same yeah, thing. Milo had the bad – I had a bad flashback to, like, that movie. I'm like, we're getting the mask, too. No. But this movie came out. The movie came out afterwards, like years after. When did the mask come out? Two thousand and five. Two thousands. Yeah. Oh, so even like later. Yeah. So like, Like, I saw that, and I'm like, they were not original with that idea. Because you said something. I'm glad you brought up the baby. So when uh, (laughs) Stanley Ipkiss transformed into the mask. Did you guys notice in the frame where he pulls the hat down, his gloves turn green? Oh, I didn't even notice that. I didn't even notice. Yeah, like they have, they like it's straight up like there for a solid two, three seconds. And then Uh they just 
fixes itself. I'm like, they I mean. were so, <laughs> they did not care. At that point, I was just yeah. purposely looking for errors that they put in. And my <laughs> oh, God. God. And, yeah, you can oh, God. <laughs> it was like cheap animation. And then, and then seeing the baby wearing the mask and the masks face is for is like is on the baby is like a non like a changed face it's just the mask on his the baby's body is just kind of fucking like creep me out and mm-hmm. all that shit i didn't like that either. that was a weird thing i didn't like that yeah it did re- remind me of that movie it creeped me out in the movie too well, the thing, like, I, I hated okay, that i've seen the movie. that yeah. movie the baby is the mask it's the fucked up thing it has the mask abilities. So it's basically... Fuck, we can't even talk about half this crap because we're out of order. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing with the mask. Yeah. Everything ties into something else. This is yeah. madness, Jerry. Yeah, madness. Like, yeah, well, like we want to talk about the... The, the the sequel we want to talk about the comic book and we want to talk about you know the cartoon which takes place after the whole the yeah, whole it's first just one. Like... So you almost got to do the first one before anything. <laughs> no main event um, and side event later <laughs> this one. you know you know what I, I i thought too um i almost thought like when you mentioned the mask i thought you were gonna pick uh the red, oh, what is it called? Red Hot Riding Hood, like the cartoon that he's watching in the movie, The Mask, where he like turns into the wolf. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, and he's like oh, chasing yeah. like Red Red, uh, red Riding Hood, but she like turns out to be like a lounge dancer, like uh, like Cameron Diaz <laughs> in the movie. That that's a good one. <laughs> I do recommend that. I could have done you guys that. Never seen it. <laughs> yeah. I have, but man, I, it's been I think so long since I've seen that. I forgot about it. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, it's been a while too. That's like uh like uh the the frog. What is it called? The Warner Brothers frog when he's dancing. It's like the same kind of. Oh um, my baby, oh my darling. Yeah, oh, time girl. What is his name? Oh, I can't think oh. of it now. Yeah, I don't remember. I I can't. I can I I missed that, that that episode. I need to watch that again. That for your frog <laughs> show episode. We'll have to recommend episode. it for another episode. <laughs> we'll have a um, Looney Tunes themed episode. Yeah, I I don't really remember this show. Like I remember it being on when I was a kid, but like I didn't really watch it. I might have seen like an episode here or there. I remember like more of the toys and stuff, mm-hmm. but that's kind of like it. I think Matt has more familiarity with this show than, than I do, at least. I'm less I, familiar I with this why. show. Like, I remember I, it, but it's like, oh, there was a cartoon kind of thing. Not like, yeah, I remember watching an episode or two. Yeah. Like, this show straight up is like, did it exist? Because <laughs> it just... it. It came out at a time where there was a lot of other really good cartoons showing out. Yep. Yeah, so it's like, of, this cut would easily get overshadowed. Like you said, Freakazoid basically fills the same void, and it's better. <laughs> you know, it's better than Way that. better. And that's Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, Spielberg produced that. Yeah. Oh, so I'm looking at the Dumb and Dumber um, 
cartoon came out in 1995. <laughs> Jesus. So like, a, a literally How bad is year. it? Um, it looks bad. Jim Carrey it looks like did the not same... miss a check. Yeah, it looks like the same animation as like uh, Cow and Chicken. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um, let's see if I can. Wait, pull when up. did Dumb and Dumber come out? When did that come out? The movie came out '94, the same year as the match. Really? Holy fuck! All right. Why do I feel like we watch like when we were when we watched that? It felt like it was like I thought that's when it came out. Dumb and Dumber when we watched it for some reason. That's probably just when it came to VHS. <laughs> oh god. VHS. Um, Boy, those things were awful. Alright. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, show my If you don't treat them right. <clears throat> oh, here's Walter cutting oh. his face. <laughs> so that's that's where he gets his scar. Uh, let's see. This is what he looks like in the animated show. So you can kind of see like the scar yeah, on his face more... here. Yeah. Um, Jesus. He, he, here's the Dumb and Dumber cartoon. <laughs> I'm glad that I don't remember this. I'm glad I skipped this one because... That does look like Cow Jenkins animation. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he, his, ball, his chin was balls. He had a yeah, nutsack for a chin. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, bro. Oh, man. Well, that's the end of this podcast. Thanks to Josh ruining it. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't worry. I'm we're just giving content. Oh, my camera. Uh, we can't get demonetized when we're not monetized. <laughs> Keep breaking Matt, do, you, do you have any final thoughts in your review for this? Wait, it is that? what it is. I I can't say anymore with the mask, the t- the anime show. Uh, I'm I like some of the things they did, but a lot of things for this first episode. It's basically copied from the movie <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so I can't say that much, but like it would, I do remember watching a bunch of this and enjoying it when I was a kid. But now watching it nowadays is like I do enjoy, I like hearing their stuff out of it, not the whole thing. It's a good, like, it's a good like bullshit show for me. Like I can yeah. put it on the background and yeah. it's just be in the background. <laughs> I'm not gonna be like paying that much attention. And I don't know, I'll give it a decent like a like a like a five to five and a half area for the show for rating. Yeah, I'm probably there with you. It's like a little bit yeah. of average because I kind of enjoy it, you know, but. Yeah, I don't need to watch it. You know, like it's one of those. Um, yeah, it's like just like it's just put like... in the background. Yeah, I put it on if I was bored with nothing else to do. Right. Or like if, or if I was if I was like in a different state of mind and like bullshit. Like if you're just hot, if <coughs> if you're drunk or high, just sitting on the couch, you just flop on the mask and just to get lost. Try to. <laughs> you could do Freakazoid. Yeah, I, There's way more colors. That, that, 
Yeah. I know. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the era when Spielberg, like, produced all this great animations. Like, he did Freakazoid. He did Animaniacs. Like, all this great stuff was going on. God damn you, yeah. Warner Brothers. Wait, who made this show? Like, what? where was it on? Like, what channel? Like, like oh, uh, what production? I have no idea. I don't know. I honestly don't even know who animated this. And I'm fine yeah. with not knowing. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And Freakazoid had um, Paul Dini and Bruce Timm, who were like the producers of Batman the Animated Series 2, working on Freakazoid. So that hmm. just shows. Well, there um, you go. A, more a superior show. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't, I can't tell you. I couldn't tell you who produced this. Rob Rob Paulson does the voice of Stanley Ipkiss, so he also does um, Yakko from <laughs> Animaniacs. Yeah, I thought I heard Yakko's voice. Yeah, he he did a pretty well, good job. Like, yeah, his voice was wasn't bad. Voice. Yeah, I thought he did a good job. He definitely maintained the image that Jim Carrey had set, and I feel yeah. like that's a hard thing to follow behind. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. I think um, I think that's probably the best thing you could say about the show. Like, it didn't really damage the legacy <laughs> of the mask. It's just like, yeah, this is a good continuation. I could watch it, but you know, I don't need to. You know, but it, like, if you're like interested yeah. in uh, what happens after the events of the movie, you could put this on. You know, and it, and it does fill in those yeah. gaps if you're if you're curious. You know, don't watch. I the think mask that's probably too. the best thing we can say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt the network, the networks it was on, it was CBS and BBC One. Oh, I saw it on CBS then. Yeah, I think they had like an early kids cartoon block. So yeah, that's that where that sense. that's where you could have found it on back then. Did you give your rating, Jerry? Well, that's useful to know. Huh? Yeah. Did you give your I said rating? The same, I said the same as as uh, what Crispy said. All across oh, the so board. 5.5. Uh, oh, so yeah, five and a <laughs> Like, it's not the worst thing that it could have been, but it definitely did not do anything revolutionary no. in its runtime. No, it did not. No. Like, if someone asked, like, what Josh said about, like, it's a good t- continuation from The Mask, that's what it was. And, like, if somebody asked if there's a second movie, that's the movie right there. Two seasons worth of episodes. That's the, yep. the second Mask. That's Mask 2 and 3. <laughs> no one's going towards the next movie. movie. Oh, <laughs> wait for it. You just there said mo- it. There will Thank be. God. <laughs> Now you said starring, it. <laughs> starring fucking starring Joshua starring Lawton. Amy Schumer. Yeah. Oh no, that's that's even oh. worse than what I was gonna say. I was gonna say that talk oh. show. I was gonna say that talk show host, but I forgot his name. Jimmy Fallon. I was gonna say Jimmy Fallon. Oh god. <laughs> now nah, fuck it. Let's go with like start the the mass starring the rock. Because he's in everything now. So like oh, man. let's go with that. They're going to give it to Tom Cruise. What do you mean? He can still do his oh, own no. stunts. 
Oh, no. Let's leave him out of this. He already looks whatever. (laughs) Oh, no. But we will now move on to the better part of the show, literally and figuratively. (laughs) And we we can talk talk more. The Mask, the film, 1994. And I want Josh to take this one. Do better than me. Do better than me. Do better than me. Um... So, bank clerk Stanley Ipkiss uh, finds a mask in the river of Edge City. He thinks it's someone drowning. Um, and uh, he ends up jumping in the river and retrieving this mask. And uh, he's a hopeless romantic. And when he puts on the mask, basically, like, his inner inhibitions that he wants to portray in his physical form, like, in everyday life that he's too ashamed to do and. uh and you know his day-to-day life uh, comes out. So like, he's a hopeless romantic. So he like becomes like a horny hound dog when he puts on the mask and like, like swoons all these good ladies without any, you know, without a cinch. Like no problem at all. Um, and there's these these mob bosses at the same time. They they run into Stanley because he robs a bank before they had the time to to get the money out of the bank that Stanley works at. Um, and he swoons over Cameron Diaz with his incredible dance moves and his cartoony nature. Um, at the same time, Callaway is um, Lieutenant Callaway is uh, in pursuit of the mask. He's on to Stanley Ipkiss. He finds out basically that it's he's the mask because of his pajamas left at the Coco Bongo Club when he gets his tie shot off and his pajamas land on the floor. Um, so he gets arrested, <laughs> um, and then the mask ends up in the hands of Dorian, which is the, the mob boss who's like trying to take over this Edge City, uh, become the new mob boss, basically. And uh, Stanley has to pursue his uh, his inner demons and and overtake uh, overtake a uh, uh, Dorian with his own inhibitions without the mask. And uh, that's that's how that's what happens. Um, I don't want to give away the ending. But we'll give away later. <laughs> 1994 ended. <laughs> End it right, Josh. <laughs> Come on. We're gonna get we're gonna get there. We're gonna, we're get, gonna get into that's, it. That's what happens? We're gonna take a pause from Josh's synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want to jump right in and say we need to acknowledge and talk about the wonderful dog that played Milo and it's actually Oh yeah. Oh Max. Uh, that I know that you can train a smart animal, but that dog right there, gold. That's a hell of a dog. He knew how to unlock a door and open it. Yeah, that dog is that. I gotta say, that's like one of the best movie dogs ever, for sure. Because like, like even he picks up the cheese instead of the keys, and like, yep, you know, and a bit like that. Like any dog would just eat that cheese, but like he knew, he knew to put the cheese down, you know. And like even when he's yes. trying to take the keys from the officer, he's like very delicate. He's like looking at him. He, he, yeah, you can tell he's actually like acting. 
I hope that dog lived a long, peaceful life because that was some damn good acting. I because I've watched this movie probably 13 times, and I'm like, the dog gets smarter every time I watch this. <laughs> Even yeah, when no, they're in the in the club and they throw the mask and everyone's missing. And here he comes out of nowhere, bites the mask, and he's just like running wild with it. <laughs> yeah, Milo is like the best, uh, best, um, best movie dog. He's definitely up there. Like he, yeah. he, he jumps up, he saves him, he he gets, he breaks him out of jail. <laughs> you know, it's a lot going on for a dog. God, Smart the beagle from Shiloh. <laughs> What's Shiloh? Oh, yeah. Shiloh did have oh, a movie. I forgot Shiloh? about that. Oh, God. <clears throat> oh, so, uh, a dog retrieving a mask at the end. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that. yeah. He gets a mask. He retrieves. And he actually puts his head in the mask, like... Like how do you how do you train a dog to do that? You know, I don't know why I'm out of focus. But... <laughs> I don't know, but one Milo, two Airbud, three homeward homeward, uh, homeward bound dogs and cats. Homeward bound dogs. Because you get those you were get, some um, good animal actors. Yeah, Michael J. Fox oh. was one of them. <laughs> was he? Yeah, he's one of the homeward bound dogs. That's oh. why he's a good actor. This is Michael J. Fox. <laughs> Spuds McKenzie. What? McKenzie? Who's Spuds? Spuds McKenzie. Spuds McKenzie. Uh, I don't know who that is. Spuds McKenzie. Oh, God. I, hold on. It brings a bell. I know the name. It's hurting me now. What about the Taco Bell dog? This? <laughs> This is this is a Bud Light dog. I never seen this. Dog. Yes, <laughs> I never seen this. <laughs> yes, this is amazing. While we're looking at the Bud Light dog, I want to still talk about the one thing that they taught that dog to do that I think was funny. He stopped and made it look like he was peeing on somebody. He was peeing. He was actually what? peeing. I thought that was just CGI. No, I'm pretty sure the pee was okay. real. It looked real when I was looking at it. Like when he's like oh, when he's God. in the mask, right? It looked yeah, like he yeah. was actually peeing. <laughs> we can go I hope it wasn't actually pee. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get into right of some of these really good shots that they gave us in like probably the first ten minutes, which is my favorite like introduction. The scene where the guy is underwater welding and it's oh. just like, you know, he's he's got the fire going underwater. And then he's like, hold on, wait a minute. And then immediately just zooms out and just kind of pans to the right. I absolutely think it was crazy how they made this fake just underwater setup to make it feel so real because he had the chain yeah. and the crowbar. Yeah, I was I was looking at that too. I'm like, 
you know, now I know, like, I'm older watching it now. Like, obviously, when I'm a kid, I was like, yeah, this is this is not a set. This is really underwater. And, like, it's it's still pretty authentic, you know. <laughs> it looks really good, but I'm like, yeah. you. And the next thing that happened that really has me upset, nobody went down there to check on the dude. We didn't get an obituary or anything if he was I know. Inside. I thought I'm of like, that, What too. kind of OSHA standards are you people doing? Yeah. Yeah, it was just this guy who's scuba diving. It didn't even seem like he had any association with the guys dropping the pipe in the water. They just no, seemed like they just the well- dropped it no, in no, there. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's the guy. No, no. He's the guy that was welding the pipes together. And he's was like, he this, I yeah, thought he, yeah, he, he was welding. Was, uh, he was welding was the pipes diving, together. Like, no, find, no. Find and they're like, hey, whatever your name is, we're going to bring in the next pipe. Hold on. Uh, I found something in down here. And he's like, <laughs> uh, okay. Then give me a second. And he undiscovers the box. He's like taking the rocks off and trying to. It yeah. takes him a thousand years trying to break the chain, even though he has a welding torch. You could just like cut yes, through the you could have just lanced but, right through it. But whatever. And like, meanwhile, he's like, finally gets the chain undone. The idiot said, "All right, let's bring him the next pipe." And they bring in the next pipe, and it goes down. And it's him being graceful with it. It just lands right on top of him instead. <laughs> so. You want to say hi? You have a guest? Is he your nephew? Hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> say hi, DJ. Hey. <laughs> All right. This, this is an adult show. You got to go now. Hi, y'all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good to see you. Bye. I miss my nephews. I got to go see them sometime soon. <laughs> sorry, I miss. Uh, sorry, I miss. Oh, I miss everything you guys just said. <laughs> Don't worry, it wasn't important like how it was in the movie, so it's fine. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the Wilder guy, he, he died, and no one cared. Yeah, he well, died, and nobody died. cared. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of human sacrificial ritual is this? Someone has to um, die for the mask to activate. I don't know if it's that kind of, you know, thing. We, what do you mean? We saw people get shot and die. Yeah, I don't, because, I don't think uh, I don't think they had to die. I think the mask no. might have willed it to, for people to die. It is like a mask of mischief, so it probably just like well, wants to fuck with people. Okay, anyway, so like, <laughs> well, it's like yeah, basically we yeah. went all right. So skipping to like the middle of the movie. We, uh, Stanley goes to that guy that does the, what's he called? He was on the news channel that was like, oh, here's his new book, The Mask of Whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, people wear, like, certain masks. And, like, you know, Stanley ends up going to that guy and talking about it. And the guy's, like, analyzing the mask. Like, oh, yeah, this thing looks like it's from, uh, the Nordic era. And it could have been, like, more of, like, a, you know, came down from, like, the Loki Ish kind of like God mm-hmm. and like that's like Nordic and all that stuff and like Vikings is like so he's like Loki's in the mask. And he's like, I'm not saying that. Loki's in the mask, and he just tries to put on the mask and nothing happens. But like and he goes he does Wee! I know I actually enjoy this. <laughs> I hated that's that correct, I laughed at that. 
it's so <laughs> cringy of a la- like how long it lasts, but like it was good I think it's to fine. me because I, it's fine because Jim what... Carrey could pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, like, I wonder what they said to Jim Carrey. Like, okay, you're gonna put the mask on and just do whatever you want for a good five minutes. Try and see what you get. Like, <laughs> that's correct, like, Wendy. We all wear masks. Metaphorically speaking. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, he, I think it's absolutely outrageous. He went to that band's establishment of business, demanding answers like, tell me what you know about this. You said you're an expert. Metaphorically, this is not real. You're insane. Go to a cycle. individual. And he told him that. He said, I cannot help yeah. you. If I tell you what you want to hear, will you get the hell out? Yes. Yeah, he's asking him, like, yes. dating advice for Cameron Diaz, uh, Tina, uh, Cameron Diaz's character, Tina. He's like, "What? Who, who do I go as? The mask or myself? He's like, go as the mask and yourself, because they're both part of the one incredible, beautiful person, you know? And then he meets up with Cameron Diaz. Oh my god! (laughs) Well, I mean, I get, I get what he's trying to say. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of bogus. Oh, like especially considering the themes of the movie. Like, like Stanley is really himself, and like he throws away the mask. Like he throws away his inhibitions, basically, into the water. (laughs) Like, like it's it just throws away his crutch. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's like almost like a drug or like the ring of power, you know, like you have this unlimited power, yeah. but you become this monster if you use it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I yeah, because when Dorian had the mask and Stanley had to step up, look at I mean, look at what all he done. He told Lieutenant um, Calloway, "Don't say anything. I am very stressed out." And like, <laughs> not once did he ever hit him with the gun. Did he, you know? Fire one off as a warning shot. He was like, you're going to take me here. I have some lives to save. And, I mean, the funniest part at the end of the movie is seeing Jim Carrey just wail on the guy. Because I imagine his arms are like, oh, yeah, at this point in his life. He's just swinging. He's like, I'm winning. And then he gets punched in the face. I'm winning. And then he gets (laughs) one sucker punch. (laughs) He's like so surprised. (laughs) I'm doing it. Oh no. <laughs> oh god. The villain's mask form is kind of scary to me. It it's doesn't scary, even look it like this face. I, th- I think I think it works. I, know. I think I think it works. It reminds me it when Deadpool got venomized and he was just doing oh, terrifying yeah. shit in a more insane way. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Don't make me relive this memory. It just looks like <laughs> Luferigno, but painted green. You know, like a brighter green than the Hulk green. <laughs> and plastic. Uh, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. He's definitely more square. Like he's more That's square. That's what I mean. Plastic. I definitely yeah. thought of Goosebumps when I saw this mask as an adult now. I could see Okay. That. I can see Like it. the haunted mask one. Yeah, the haunted mask. Uh, yeah, haunted mask. Yeah, because I saw yeah. <laughs> the mask before I saw goosebumps. 
Me so too. I was like, yeah. oh, this is completely different. But now an adult, I'm like, oh, I just watched The Haunted Mask two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, really? He looks like he would be a face. That's a good one. Yes. I love Goosebumps. I love, I love how cheese it is. It's so good. <laughs> it's so cheesy, but it's such an, a valuable lesson to just scare a kid with. Like, oh, oh, yeah. oh God. If, you, if you keep reading comic books, you'll turn into one. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it happens. <laughs> I love them. I, just the sideways track on goosebumps for a second i wish the movie the new movie that came out with jack black like had the same shitty cheesy effects as the show yeah i would have loved it but it didn't so i don't i don't like it <laughs> i, I love mud every single one gosh. of those cheesy effects <laughs> gosh it needs the mud monster to come back i don't even remember we need the blob monster to attack <laughs> I don't the remember monster. the mud monster. The mud monster. Remember that one episode? It's like the kids are like in their like swamp area, and there's this guy that like comes out of the swamp, but he's like mm. mud. And then oh, they end up yeah. being tried, and he ends up just yeah. trying and like, yeah, we defeated it, and we're like, then it just rains again, and he just like comes back <laughs> yeah. to life, and he just goes all of his freaking life. So stupid. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. Can you draw a parallel between the mask and the helmet of Naboo? What's Naboo? Oh, I could the helmet of Naboo word. is Dr. Fate's helmet. Oh. What do you, what do you have to say? <laughs> My dog's butt smells like cheese. Okay, that's, that's very good. <laughs> good job, GJ. <laughs> All right, good goodbye. <laughs> Did you hear what he said? Uh, something smells like I heard cheese. something about butts and cheese. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's basically it. <laughs> okay, uh, that's um, that's good. <laughs> no, so I gotta God, say, the effects no. for the mask for 1994, like all the CGI, it really works. I don't, it doesn't look like dated today. It looks. I, it doesn't look bad because it no. looks like what they're trying to do with the new 3d animation style because i remember when i was back in mass media class and in our textbook it got to you know visual effects and it's all i saw the mask on there i'm like what well that's weird why would they be talking about it so apparently if i remember right the mask used a lot of effects that were like for shot for the very first time oh yeah i could see that with the cgi because i the cartoon I think look. with how you know how like how he would go from a normal looking hand to his arm looking cartoony and all in like yeah. one frame of itself I think that's what they meant by that because everything uh, else you know he kind of stops for or it only focuses on like his head and torso yeah. and not a fluid movement like an arm bending I think the reason why it holds okay. up today is because they're trying to make it look like a cartoon. Like, if they're trying to make it look ultra-realistic at 1994, it wouldn't look good. But since it's supposed to it look, look like a Avery cartoon, it really works, you know? Like, you couldn't do any better today from what they're trying to do. It's just it's supposed to be stylized, you know? So, you couldn't really do much better. Another, another one of the visual effects that I loved a lot was when he was bouncing around everywhere 
and it's oh, yeah. you can oh, still like, see the colors. Yeah, like you can still see the colors of them, but like I would just so happen to pause it at the right frame. You can still kind of make out where like all his arms and fingers are. Mm. It was such a weird thing to see. Really? Yeah. I didn't see that. Huh. Hmm. Like it's still super blurry because of all the motion, but I I was like, oh, that's where his arms and stuff are. Because what it was that I think they just paused the frame and just spun it, you know, in a blender effect. So it's like, Mm. oh, okay, we can I can kind of see where everything's supposed to be going. Yeah, I like the the part when he slaps into the freaking ground and he peels himself off the fucking ground. I did like that effect. Oh yeah, I it didn't <laughs> didn't look bad. And then when he like he just popped back into shape again, and then he freaking look, the guy just pissed I'm off in the middle. Kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is Speaking like one of those which... movies I watched so many times as a kid. Like I watched it over and over I... again. <laughs> Don't forget I the want... freaking part where he's making freaking balloon animals for those guys for the what are they and bike gang member? B- bike gun. Yeah. yeah. Well, at the same time, but did you catch the one joke? The one, the he one balloon the he pulls condom. out the wrong. Yeah, he pulls out the condom. Yeah. yeah. Well, when like, I was a kid, I obviously didn't pick that up. I read that that I was, was improv. By, I I heard that was improv by Jim Carrey. That's what I read. At, at yeah, least. I believe that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's like when he's with Cameron Diaz in the park and he's obviously talking about fucking. I mean, uh, we can't say fuck on here. When he talks about having relationships. Like five, <laughs> ten times already. I think we say fuck every other, every other word. <laughs> every... <Yeah. laughs> I said like too many times in the beginning. <laughs> But one thing that watching this, especially this is the most recent time I've watched it, the music score for this, I didn't realize how just good and well it fit into the tone they were trying to set. Because even though this was still set in the 90s, like you have the swing style music and the ragtime, well, not ragtime, but the big band style of ragtime, yeah. and the, you know you have the flapper girl esque, um, great Gatsby feel club, and I'm like, mm-hmm. this is because when Jim Carrey first hits the stage as the mask, he flips the one drummer around, and it goes from playing like this um, Frank Sinatra like song to boom, we're going right into club j- style jazz, and then after that they start going into big band and swing. I'm like. This is such a e- a seamless transition that they did. I didn't pick up on it at first. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very true. Like the music is is really good in the in the movie, especially like like you said in the club scene when uh when the dance numbers going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. These dancer Cameron Diaz, she has like um Jessica Rabbit vibes to me, especially like you know like how she's like singing to the club. Like Jessica Rabbit, she's like wearing like these tight fitted dresses, yes. like the red dress and mm-hmm. all that. I, I got a lot of Jessica Rabbit vibes <laughs> from from her. And I didn't really I make that connection were... until like this. 
this feeling. I think that's what they were trying to recapture. Yeah. Who framed Roger Rabbit was already out by this point, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was like yeah. 10 years before or nine years. Yeah, something like that. I know it's in there. I just can't remember the exact time difference. I think it was 85 or 86. Um, yeah, because Cool World was after that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool World. We don't have to read. Oh, it's eighty. It was eighty-eight. That ma- okay. That makes sense. It was eighty-eight when it came out. Roger Rabbit was eighty-eight. Yeah. And that was that was okay. um. That was, that was uh, Robert far. Zemeckis. Yeah, that was Robert Zemeckis. He d- he did that after Back to the Future, so it makes sense it would have taken a few years after Back to the Future because Back to the Future was eighty-five. Um, okay, that makes more past. sense now. Yeah, the mask tore that club up. He definitely did. He dabs while yeah. he's dancing. Does he? I don't even remember yeah. that. Oh, God. Right. The, <laughs> the scene where the mask absolutely set it off was when he was at the park and he gets caught by the police and he starts oh. singing. Cuban oh, Pete and man. making them all yes. dance. Yeah, Cuban Pete. Uh. You can see all... I didn't know if you guys noticed it through the prosthetics. You can see Jim Carrey's like cheekbones start to like poke against where the rubber's supposed to meet. Oh, really? Because he's... You know, his facial expressions are just so eccentric that they stand oh, out man. on their own. Because I was... Uh, I guess it's a good time to pull up a note. Apparently, when he was in makeup, they didn't want to put a lot on him because, you know, Jim Carrey can make so many different faces. Oh, yeah. Like, when he was the Grinch, he made that face. They didn't have to use a prosthetic at all. Oh, God. Yeah, I've seen yeah. those videos. He's like, yeah, I go to grocery stores. I do that face. And it's like, why? How? <laughs> talented, man. I guess... <clears throat> I guess Jim Carrey has a, a thing for um, green makeup because he does this and then he does the Grinch like, I don't know, like <laughs> eight, years ten later. years later or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, he did good in both roles. Yeah, he did, he did well. I think I think this is more quality than the Grinch. I think I have a love hate relationship with that movie. <laughs> um, this movie the Mask is one hundred percent a Jim Carrey movie before there yeah. was ever another Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is like his first breakout role, right? Like he didn't really have. I think so. Yeah, because he hadn't done Ace Ventura yeah. or Dumb and Dumber yet. Right. And I, like, so I think before we he does go any further, great... oh, go, go ahead. <laughs> what do you guys think the budget for this movie was, and what do you think it hit at the box office? Oh, I didn't even at uh, that time budget 94, 95 million. I'm okay, going with 95. 80 million. Both of you are million. very wrong. The budget was between 18 and 23 million. Oh my god! What? Oh my god! I didn't. So what do you think? So what do you think it box office knowing that now? Three hundred twenty uh, million. You said three hundred twenty. Yeah. Uh, opening yeah. weekend. Yeah. Opening weekend. 
Um, I'll say 580. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Matt is closer. The box office, $350 million. Damn, okay. And yeah, something else really that's crazy, this movie was the best comic book to film movie until Joker came out in 2012. Not 2012, 2019. Like the highest Wait, grossing, what? you mean? Like compared to budget? Yeah. Like huh. just highest grossing for a comic book to film because the only one before this was Batman. Oh, man. I mean, it makes sense if their budget was that small and they made that much of a profit. I, I could see that. It's probably like the between like budget okay. and profit margin. <coughs> that makes sense. Huh. I wouldn't even. Uh, I wonder how much went to special effects, too. <laughs> yeah, 18 million. I would yeah. say a good portion went to special effects. Because yeah. a lot of those effects hadn't even been used in any other 90s film back then, right? Um, um Jurassic Park. I mean, gee, Terminator <laughs> 2, yeah, Jurassic Terminator, Park. Yeah. But, but, mm. yeah, I mean, Jurassic Park had a way bigger budget than $18 million. Like, True. Um, even Dumb and Dumber came out the same year, had set, it was a budget of $17 million. And there's, like, no special effects, you know? <laughs> Yeah, um, that's pretty wild. I would assume still that a good majority of this budget went strictly for the visual effects. If not 70, at least 80 percent. Yeah, I think um Jim Carrey's straight man in this movie. Um, What like as Stanley Ipkiss is like, I think he's really good. Like, it's not like he's, like, that wacky Jim Carrey that you all know. Like, he's, like, like, he's very subdued, and he feels like a real person. And then, like, when he's the mask, that's when he has the ability to become, like, his cartoony self, you know? What are you guys doing? Carrot cake. Oh, thank you. My mom made it. Oh, thanks, Mom. Just a reminder, my dog's butt smells like complete donkey crap. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> Bye, guys. Hey, CJ. <laughs> um, I had a point there, and I completely <sighs> lost it. What was it? Well, I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, the straight man. That's what I was saying. The straight man definitely is very subdued. Subdued, and then like once he becomes the mask, that's when he becomes a wacky Jim Carrey. And then like in his movies progressing, he never like seemed like he was like the 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 everyman. You know, it was always like I'm Jim Carrey, I'm wacky, I'm everywhere. You know, and I think I think he does really well in this role as Stanley Ipkiss. Like I don't think he gets enough credit for being Stanley Ipkiss as much as he does the mask, because the mask is the wild, crazy one. You know that everyone remembers, but Stanley Ipkiss is like every man that any, everyone can relate to. I think he does really a phenomenal job. Yeah, it's kind of weird because this is a Doctor Jack. What? Oh, go ahead, sorry. Matt. Uh, sorry, it's a, I'm just saying, like, I'm agreeing with Josh. It's kind of weird seeing him like calm and like actually being a human being, other than being like yeah. off the walls. It is so off ways. 
God of War. Wash the dog. He definitely needs a wash. He's not my dog. That's not my job. And Loving Color was his breakout. Um, yeah, that's true. But it wasn't like what made Jim Carrey like Jim Carrey like on the map. I think it yeah. was Ace Ventura. I think it was Ace Ventura. Yeah, Ace Ventura, Ventura was definitely that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just going to piggyback off what you said, Josh, with him not getting enough credit as playing Stanley Ipkiss. When it comes, for me, when it comes to Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde roles, there's very few actors I can think of who can do both as, you know, to like a perfection. And in no way am I saying that, you know, Jim Carrey is the perfect actor in a role like this, but he definitely played the part, I would say, better than most people at that time would have been able to do. I think he was the perfect cast. I, I can't think of anyone who could have done as good of a job or better, to be honest. I can't think of one person. Yeah. Like, everybody played off the energy of the next person perfectly. Like, yeah. when Dorian would be intimidating his goons, you know, everybody, like, two or three guys might stand up and, you know, kind of brush off and tell them, you know, what are you guys doing? Start moving. Doyle. Or how when he gets, uh, <laughs> you know, shaken down by the big boss and the two thugs look at each other like, you want to do what you want me to do? And then, you know, one of them just pulled out the gun and put it next to his ear. Oh, God. That scene, like, that. I, I would never want anybody to hit a golf ball off my face ever. Ever. We could try <laughs> it during the Gumby game. No. We can do it. <laughs> That's Gumby. Gumby is making <laughs> it to one side to the other about being taken down, that. sir. We can add no, that. No, you don't add that. Who adds that? It's, it's part of the Rain Faroo. It's part of the Rain Faroo episode. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. Got to got to rain something. <laughs> oh my <God>. back. Jay's <laughs> on TV. Wait, Jay's watching. Yeah. Hi, Jay. Hi, Jay. Tell him to say something. Tell him to comment something. Come upstairs, Jay. No, don't come upstairs. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> <This happened. laughs> just bring up the whole house. Bring everybody up. No. Why not? Just, yeah, no. just bring everybody. You know who's in the house. <laughs> yeah, come on. Bring them up. Jay, bring everybody upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about my brother. That's okay. Thanks, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> what? <sighs> Wait, what are we talking about? I don't even remember anymore. Oh God! You were <laughs> talking about the golf ball scene, and Jerry's like saying, "Like, oh, oh rain for real." Everybody properly. <laughs> we're talking about rain for real. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Oh. Um, yeah. So, Josh, do you have any final thoughts of your review for Bask, the um, 1994 film? Um, I would watch this all the time as a kid. Like, this is a movie, like, I would watch on repeat. 
so I basically know like the whole movie even without like a rewatch. Um, I could watch this at any time. You know, this is like a movie I could just put on, and like I won't be mad at it. Um, I would, I would probably rate this movie an eight out of ten. I think it's just like one of those childhood movies that like I don't get tired of. You know. Um, yeah, eight out of ten. I think that's fair. What about you, Crispy? Uh, I'm basically going with the same. I'm going to go like eight or eight, eight, eight play five. Nice. I just wanted to wait. Go ahead. I just wanted to to mention one thing, but go ahead, guys. <laughs> no, go ahead. no, no, just talking. Well, I just wanted to mention the differences between the comic book and the movie before, like, we completely send off. Because I did my research, and I wanted, I want people to know. <laughs> um, okay, go ahead. Go um, for it. Go for so, it. So, <laughs> Stanley Ipkiss is in the comic book. It's not the only mask. He is one of multiple masks in the comic book. He dies pretty. Re- he dies pretty early on. Then his girlfriend becomes a mask for a brief moment. Then, then she's like, I can't have this thing anymore. Then she gives the mask to Callaway, the police detective. She's like, this is what's causing all this ruckus. Here, take it. And he thinks it's a joke. Then he becomes a mask. And then, like, there's just a multiple line of people who become a mask in the comic book. And the comic book is super bloody and super gory. Um, it's, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> Um, I probably prefer the movie over the comic book, but I mean, I grew up with the movie, so, um, I'm a little biased. Um, I just want to show you a panel of how bloody this comic could be. Um, where is it? I need this to pick one. this up. So this Jesus is- Christ in heaven. <laughs> this is just one panel of a bunch of cops shooting Stanley Ipkiss as the mask. And like the blood like splatters across the page, and this is him falling to his demise. Um, so it's just a it's just a pretty God. bloody comic book. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of screwed up, um, but that's kind of what makes it good. And then um, the the one other comparison I wanted to make one was like you know like how in the movie the two guys are like kind of cheap them. Uh, the two the t- two mechanics, you know, they like basically. Oh, that's seven hundred bucks right there. Yeah, that's a seven hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you're gonna need um, a new transmission. You have the leak in the in the brake pump, whatever the pump <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah, it's gonna no, be. No, go away. You're just scheming people out of parts. Oh god. So base basically. Okay, goodbye. Um, basically, they they look like DJ. They take in the comic book. They it, instead of like it being just up their bums, the muffler is like in the guy's face. Like they just shove it all the way up there, and they they're dead. Like he kills them and <laughs> stabs them with all. Well, he mechanics. goes back and kills. Yeah, he kills oh, the mechanics in the, in the in the comic. I'm gonna have to read this comic. Because okay. this is something worth, yeah, it's totally Okay, so if okay, so I'm trying to connect the movie, the animated series, to this comic part. So he's still he gets the freaking loner car. He's still driving the loner car, and it's been a few months now. He's still waiting for his fucking car to be finished now, and he's like, "All right, 
fuck it, I'm gonna go take care of this. And he ends up putting the mask on, and he massacres the shit out of them, and then goes back here, <clears throat> and then goes onward for the rest of the comic doing where he had to do to get shot up and fall off the freaking building. But like, it doesn't. The one thing that doesn't make sense to me is like the masking shot. He's like indestructible. Like it doesn't make sense to me. Like how he's just like all just blah 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 blah, blah and just falling off to his doom. Like he's gonna slant and come back. Like what's the? Does the mask fall off of Stanley or something? What in the movie? I mean the comic. No, I mean the comic. Oh, it's like the... There's some people um, flying around you. I get it. <laughs> I get out of here. That's, <laughs> yeah. I can't do this. <laughs> All right. Oh, I don't no. want this. I really don't. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I, I need locks for these doors. That's why I don't come here. Um. <laughs> Guys, they're going to hear it downstairs. <laughs> um. No, like, the mask can get bloodied up. He could get messed up, but he just kind of, like, heals like Deadpool. Um, I think if you do, like, shoot him enough times, he can die. It's not, like, as... There's, like, it's, it's like, as bloody as it can, can be, you know? Like, when the mask gets shot, like, there's a hole through his face. He loses his eye, or, like, he, if you shoot him in his hand, like, there's going to be a big hole in it. He's going to be able to see right through it. Um, what the hell? I don't know. I think he could technically die as a mask, but it's very hard to kill him, you know, in the comic book at least. After a twelve shot by Jerry, oh, after a twelve Jerry. shot, he gets stuck. To... <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Jerry's reloading. Matt's really big. I am bigger. Aha. You're so weird. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Alright, Jerry, we're gonna say, what the hell? What's going on? We're, we're playing with it. Alright, three, two, one. We're gonna go bye bye. <laughs> oh, wait, I wanted to. Just you. Oh, it's me and Jerry. Hey, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is a sign we need to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, I think this. so. <laughs> um, children. I'm gonna give this a nine. Definitely rewatching this and knowing as much as I do now, the mask. I'm not gonna say it set a standard for movies like this, but it definitely broke a lot of grounds with how small the budget was compared to the payout. Mm-hmm. This is like when I see 18 to 23 million, I'm like, that's impossible. Even with a lot of the mannerisms Jim Carrey has, which does save on effects, you know, the fact that he still brought such charisma and not just him, but everybody, because the cast, I agree with Josh, is absolutely phenomenal here. And not a single person failed to do their due diligence. So I'm reading the comment comments right now. Um, you reading the um, comic? Comments. I'm reading the comments. Uh, He's reading Josh, the your brother is a mommy. 
uh, your brother, I think they're JP commenting came for on him. Me. I don't. I don't. Uh, think that's he doesn't exactly know what's him. happening. Oh. <laughs> I don't think that's actually. Him. Um, I think it's the kids hacking. That was JD. <laughs> I mean DJ. <laughs> um, I uh, so uh, Jerry, does Steve talk to your siblings? <laughs> Um, Steve and my we'll, we'll ignore this. Just finish the review. Um, but um, definitely the mask in my eyes now has gained much more accolades for me because of just the entire process that they've been through now that I've done my research. And with that, I'm gonna close this out. Josh, you want to tell uh, them about Thursday or make that a surprise? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I think we'll tell them. Um, So Thursday, we're going to be doing Reanimator 1985, I believe. It could be a different year, but I'm just going to go with that. Reanimator with special guest SK Illustrations. Um. He's our (laughs) usual Halloween host. He's a very, very good guy. Very cool dude. A lot of insight into the artistic world of things kind of creepy and occult and we look yeah. forward to having them every year mm-hmm. and he comes he comes on the show every year so it'd be good to good to have him back on, so. i don't know <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know hey, maybe we can use his Hi. episode to plug a future episode <laughs> oh the cake is very good <laughs> but with that I'm going to go ahead and close us off. I want to thank you all for hanging out with us tonight over here at Batyard's Finest. As always, I'm Jerry guiding you all with Green Lantern's Light. I'm Superman. I'm Matt. I'm Josh from sending you off up, up, and away. Until next Batyard's Finest episode. I almost forgot what I was supposed to say. And we're becoming super pals one episode oh, at a time. Who's yeah. right, a vampire? Good, Good night. Hi, everybody. Bye. Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>